What's up, substackers, substacations, substacats? You know the drill. Uh, before I get into what I was wanting to talk about, I do want to promote a couple things only because it organically makes sense <laughs> with what I'm talking about. Uh, I am going to be with Leslie Jones uh, June the 2nd and the 3rd and June the 22nd. I believe those shows are Nashville, Charleston, and I want to say Asheville. Now that I think about it, I should have looked that up and I don't remember, but it's on Leslie Jones's uh, uh, website. I'm going to be opening for her. Also, me and the boys with the Well Read Comedy Tour will be in Little Rock, Arkansas next weekend. Uh, you can go to wellreadcomedy.com or treycrowder.com to grab those tickets. That's actually kind of what I wanted to talk about because y'all know that I've taken. Uh, I've not, like, in any way quit doing stand-up completely. That would be insane, you know. I have to make a living. But I've definitely stepped back from it uh, over the past, really, year and a half, two years. Now, obviously, the reason, like, this latest stretch that I kind of took off was very obvious. It's like, hey, about to have a kid. You know, I want to be there for my wife. I want to be there for my kid. Um, the first time that I took off, and some of y'all probably know this, and maybe uh, you didn't, was for mental health reasons. Um, I had had a real, and I promise you this isn't going to be ridiculously sad the whole way through, I'd had a uh, real serious panic attack in Indianapolis one weekend when shows were going fantastic and I was otherwise in a good mood. Um, pretty severe debilitating panic attack and they just kept happening and they kept happening and I just you know I'd gotten better uh at well actually no this is right before I went to therapy um I, I I was just thinking logically about like what the triggers are and I was like well dude this hasn't happened at home in a long time I think it's because you're traveling a lot and you miss your wife or like you're partying too hard or whatever and so I told the guys you know, when we got back from Indianapolis, I was like, yo, I'm not going to make it next week. And they were like, what's the deal? They're like, are you sick? And I was like, yes, but not like, I was like, and I just explained to him what happened, you know. And dude, obviously, if you know the guys, the boys, my manager, my touring agent, everybody didn't even bat an eye. They were just like, hell yeah, man, take care of your brain. Uh, which is wonderful. I think that more people are getting to be like that. Uh, but I've, I've definitely got a very special team, which is great. And um, so I took that week off and then I took a little bit more off. And I realized like, God dang it. I, I, I certainly need to make a living. But like, I, this is really hitting for me because I'm, I, I started going to therapy immediately. Because I was like, I, I told Trey, I said, hey... I said, I just want to let you know, not only am I going to miss this week, but I'm also going to therapy because I'm of the belief that, like, if if this is so bad that it's forcing me to cancel a date, I can't just let it go anymore. You know what I mean? So I started going to therapy, got more balance in my life, and then I just started really liking being at home and having a routine and sort of working from home and doing podcasts and writing stuff for y'all here on Substack. Um, but that's not the whole point that I want to talk about. I want to talk about how I am doing a couple shows this summer, but how I finally got a taste of what it's like doing stand-up when you have a kid. I did my first show 
this past weekend, um, opening for my buddy Josh Wolf. Some of y'all probably know Josh. He's hilarious. Well, he came to Chattanooga and did the Walker Theater, and he called me up, and he was just like, "Yo, man," he's like, "You know, I know you ain't, you know, I don't want, <laughs> I don't want to embarrass you and call you a fucking my opening act." He's like, "But I'm gonna be in Chattanooga, and I don't have an opener." He's like, do you want to come and hang out? And I was like, well, dude, I want to hang out with you anyways. And yeah, I'm not going to go to a show unless I'm on it, <laughs> you know? So I was like super rusty, but I was like, oh, hell, it's 15 minutes in Chattanooga in front of Josh Wolf. This will be fine. Well, of course, got up. Like always, the more nervous I am, the better I do. I don't know what it is. It's almost like now I, I like psych myself up to be nervous just because I know that the end result will be good. You know, obviously it's just like, it, if you're nervous about something, it means you care about it. And I'll never, the day that I stop being nervous, I'm not going to do it. Somebody else can have my spot. You know what I mean? Cause like, that means I don't, I don't care. Um, point is I hadn't done stand up in a very long time because I wanted to be there for Amber. She'd had, I've told y'all many times she had the C-section. So like, it was a little bit different. I needed to be more hands-on. And now that's just how I roll. I love being a super, super hands-on dad. Many times I've informed y'all that I think it's because I'm competitive and I want Amber <laughs> to tell all her friends how great I am so that they can tell their husbands, some of them who are my friends, that they're pieces of shit. That stuff hits for me. <laughs> um, but I've just, fa- I've just fallen in love with it. I really like being a dad. I love being a dad. And I love my son. And so this is what, this happened and it was the craziest thing in the world, y'all. So like I said, Saturday, go hang out with Josh. You know, we have a steak before in the green room and shit. Go up, smash. I was in such a great headspace because I hadn't gotten that adrenaline in so long. I'd almost forgotten what it was. And I was like floating on cloud nine. And and if you're a comedian and you're listening to this, you know what I'm talking about. It was one of those sets where like, it went so well and I still had all the juices flowing through me on the way home that like on the way home, I had my phone on the voice notes the entire way home. And I wrote two complete brand new bits that like, this rarely happens, don't get me wrong, but like every now and then you write one and you're like, damn, this one's ready to go right out the store. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like usually you get like a kernel of an idea and you got to kind of mold it or whatever. But every now and then, if you if you hit your notes or your voice memos with the right energy and you just allow yourself to just blah 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 it out sometimes you get one and it's like that's mint condition ready to go (laughs) just leave it in the box till you get on stage you know what i mean and i did that and i was so pumped and like i had it in my mind that like i was going to get home and go upstairs and write more and look over some old tapes of my shit and work on jokes and the second that I got home, walked in, and Amber handed me the baby and said, burp him. I stopped giving a shit about all of that. And this is not me trying to say like, oh, look at me. I love harder than most people love. I'm just trying to get across to you that like, that's so unique for me. That's never happened. Like used to, there was nothing. The only thing that could make me come down from a comedy high was like, you know, hell, a couple beers and a Xanax or just like going to sleep and then the next morning I'm kind of through it. But like, it was like one of the first times that I really, really felt the whole, oh, wow, dude, you have fundamentally changed as a person. Like your priorities are 
to me inarguably where they should be. It was like, yeah, cool. You went, you did your job. It felt great. You got some good stuff out of it. But guess what? That's not all you are anymore. You're more of a dad than you are a comedian, and that's cool. And that's okay. And uh, I just wanted to share that with y'all because I, I wish that... I wish that someone could have injected me with that sort of feeling before I had a kid because maybe I wouldn't have been as nervous about it or as worried or maybe, hell, we wouldn't have waited so long, even though I think that we waited the proper amount of time. (laughs) Being a dad, I'll tell you this, man, being a dad at 35 sounds a hell of a lot easier than it would have been my 25-year-old dumbass trying to raise a kid being like, I can't go to Dave and Buster's no more. God damn. What the fuck is this bullshit? (laughs) So, uh. So that was nice, man. But like I said, in a limited capacity, I am still doing stand-up. Because, you know, we got to keep the home fires burning. So you can go to TreyCrowder.com, like I said, to get tickets to see all of us. And Trey's doing some solo stuff. So go see him. And uh, y'all know, hell, you're already here. You're already on the Substack, which means you do support me. I don't even really need to tell you anything else. Uh, But listen to the other podcast, Putting On Airs with me and Trey. It's, one of my, it's my favorite time of the week recording that. It's a wonderful show. If you haven't checked it out, it's where uh, two hillbilly dum-dums, me and Trey, talk about fancy stuff in our uh, native parlance. And uh, then, of course, there's the Well Read podcast, the one that started it all. And uh, big news, we just, uh, we just signed on with a brand new network. I don't think I'm allowed to tell you which one it is right now, but I will tell you that it's the best one. It's the one that we've always wanted to be on. So big things are happening. And then I'm putting a couple loose ends together on the new podcast, Oh Yeah Daddy. And also I'm working on the latest Colonel Cornbread Talks. You've gotten a couple essays over the past couple weeks. Uh, and, I, and I want that to be more regular. I think that uh, obviously... I'm learning more stuff every day about being a dad, but I do think that, like, we're in a groove, you know, and me and Amber have, like, sort of carved out, like, what work hours are, and we're comfortable, you know, uh, so, yeah, exciting stuff coming, you got the, you got the food video last night, and I know it was just a short one, uh, but I think what I want to do going forward is, I'm going to be filming those for, like, Instagram reels, which is only 90 seconds, so I'm like, well, dude, just keep the camera on, and then people on Substack get the whole thing. You know what I mean? Because uh, everybody seemed to dig that, and I dig doing it. So anyways, I just wanted to share with y'all my, uh, I guess, the the latest, um, uh, what, flashbulb moment in my life was. And that was, like, finding out that, <laughs> that my child uh, can sober me, which is pretty unique and wild. Anyways, I love y'all. I'll talk to you later. Uh, bye-bye.